you'll see. I have a lot of like, oh, she's doing ranch things because I don't know what they're doing. I live in the suburbs of Orange County. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're launching our recap series of the brand new series on the Hallmark Channel, Ride, with our recap of Season 1, Episode 1, Legend of the Fall. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love to have you join us on Instagram. We are both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. You can also email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com or jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group where we have tons of new people over there. Lots of people post King of Hallmark bracket. So come jump in and we're talking movies. We're talking shows. We're talking a lot of Tyler Hines lately. <laughs> a lot of Tyler Hines thirst trap photos being posted in the group. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Please. How hard was it to get into this first episode of a brand new series after just finishing the finale of the other series we were totally invested in? That's a good question. And I have two different answers. Okay. As a viewer, I didn't find it hard to get into. I did wait a a full two days between watching The Way Home and Ride because The Way Home really stuck with me. I had a lot of thoughts. I was very invested in that show. But as a viewer, I found this easy to watch and get into. As a recapper, however, <laughs> I owe you an apology. Me? Yes, because when we were discussing whether or not we should recap this series, I was like, eh, recapping's easy. But I was, at that point, eight episodes deep into a series where it had become very easy to talk about these people because I felt like I knew them. Right. And... What I wasn't considering was the learning curve of a new series, a series that is based on a world I know absolutely nothing about. Oh, you mean you knew knew about time travel, though? (laughs) But at least time travel's made up. Yeah. There are people who are bull riding. Yeah, this rodeo world exists. And I would like to just preface before we even get into it, like, I know nothing, nothing about bull riding rodeos, ranches. So you'll see. I have a lot of like, oh, she's doing ranch things because I don't know what they're doing. I live in the suburbs of Orange County. Like I have no freaking idea. Kind of like Dell doing farm stuff. Yes. It's not (laughs) as disrespect. It's truly because I don't know. I agree. And the final thing I think that was different about this is the it's a deep cast. So We were really dealing with The Way Home, like, three main characters. Mm -hmm. And we're dealing with a lot of people in this cast and learning their names. And there would be scenes, and I didn't realize that's who that was. Mm -hmm. Like, until someone would call them by their name. (laughs) Like, for some reason, I have face blindness when it comes to tough. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, interesting. Until someone calls him tough, unless he's actively having a conversation with his mom or Missy. I'm like, who's that guy singing on stage? (laughs) So (laughs) it will come. But it was a bit of a learning curve. It took me two hours to get my notes together for this episode. Me too. And I will tell you, like, in the opening scene... It took me so long and I had to look. I even wrote a note. I go, there is so much dialogue in the first 40 seconds 
of this scene setting up who these people are and what they do. Like it was very difficult, very difficult. I I agree with you. And I almost feel like I watched that scene five or six times. Yeah, me too. And I kept pausing and I kind of pared my notes down because I think like there's so much scene setting there, mm-hmm. but it's hard to tell how much of the details are important. Right. So I will tell you that my notes as well are kind of like heavily detailed at first. And then by the end of the episode, it really pairs down. So I think going forward, hopefully it's like a, a more pared down version closer to like what we were doing on the way home, mm-hmm. especially after a pilot episode. Pilot episodes are so full with so much detail, trying to get a better understanding of like what is to come, who these people are. And I personally hate pilot episodes. So well, there's so much setup and so many characters and so much we need to know going yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly. Well, are you ready to get into it? I am. Let me start with a episode synopsis. Thank you. Following a tragic event, a renowned Colorado ranching family must pick up the pieces to save their ranch. Let's talk about the cast for a minute. Okay. Of course, we have Nancy Travis. She plays Isabel. She is the mom. Mm-hmm. Missy is played by... I'm going to say her name is Tiaras. Okay. We're going to work on that pronunciation. We'll work on that. Marcus Rossner plays Austin. Mm-hmm. Bo Mirkoff plays Cash. Jake Foy plays Tough. Sarah Garcia is Valeria, which is a name I'm going to screw up all the time as well. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the only other person that I have listed right now, his name um, is Greg Lawson, and he plays Hank, the mm-hmm. rodeo announcer slash mayor. And I have some thoughts on the cast that gets named on IMDb as well as in the show. Mm, okay. Let's get into. All right. The show opens with aerial views of McMurray Ranch. And like I said, there's a ton of dialogue in this first whole scene. So buckle up, folks. It's a busy morning in the family kitchen and Missy's cookie breakfast. Isabel is grabbing stuff from the refrigerator and in walks Austin. And he's talking about how he loves the smell of bacon in the morning. And I was like, kind of laughed because I was like, who doesn't? And then I was like, oh, vegans probably don't. But okay. <laughs> anyway, brother Tough responds by saying, you never have bacon on a ride day. And Isabel greets Austin with this like big hug and says, it's, it's breakfast for my rodeo champion. Missy follows up with a rodeo pun about the food. And I was like, okay, we get it. They're they're rodeo people. You're already over it. <laughs> kind of in the okay. no. I liked the show. I'm not I'm not saying I didn't dislike the show, but I was like, okay, enough. Like, right? <laughs> okay. But then it still goes on. Valeria like stumbles out and she comes into the kitchen and comments about Austin and his game day process and tough hands Austin a coffee where he refers to himself as his bullfighting little brother. So again, yes, we know you guys do this for a living. Isabel then asks Missy about our suicide drag, which I had to Google. As did I. (laughs) It's a no one's stunt in trick riding. So these are things I do not know. Like, does she just do tricks on horses or what's the story? Well, as a trick rider, yes, she does tricks on horses. (laughs) I have an aside here. Okay. I used to go to horseback riding camp called Rawhide Ranch. In- Shocker. <laughs> why? Why 
does that seem like something I would do? She it wasn't fancy. Modeling school too, so <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fancy. Okay, it was in Bonsall, California. It still exists, and I actually have been curious to look it up, see what it costs now. But we, while we were there, had to do a number of things. And by the way, every single person had a job. And my first year there, my job was scooping horse poop. Okay, oh, there were no. better jobs, and that was mine. So every day, twice a day. Anyway, one of the things we did was vaulting which is gymnastics on a moving horse. And I thought, nope. oh, is that what she's doing? But by the way, I looked it up and trick riding and vaulting are two different things, which oh. news to me, vaulting is more gymnastics, like dance. And trick riding is done at a faster pace and includes more dynamic moves like hangs and falls. So she's really getting in there, which we'll see later in this episode. Who the hell comes up with this idea of like doing gymnastics on a huge moving animal here's my guess they're like we got to have something for the ladies to do to entertain uh, us and that's what they came up with how can they dance on a horse you're probably right about that that's funny although it does take quite a bit of athleticism to do these things on a horse that is actively moving i've never even ridden a horse no. so never i no. love riding horses shocker it's not like okay. i had one okay okay yeah. Isabel tells everyone they're going to do amazing today. And Austin makes a snide comment about his absent brother, Cash. And Isabel warns everyone not to pick on Cash when he's not there to d defend himself. Next, we have Missy. She checks in on Austin to make sure he's doing okay before his big ride. And he practically dismisses her and then says to the family, who's ready to win the rodeo? And everybody hoots and hollers. Yeah. The most important thing in that opening scene to me is Jake being, not Jake, Austin being cagey. Mm, like he yeah. gets a message. He's like, oh, it's fine. Something's up. Dismisses her. Something's going on. That's mm -hmm. what they're establishing in addition to their family roles. We cut to the rodeo in Boulder, Colorado, and we hear Missy being introduced as former Miss Rodeo Rocky Mountain. And we see what I have to assume is a stunt rider, but perhaps she is a trick rider herself hanging off the side of a horse to the song by Shania Twain, Giddy Up, which is a bop, I gotta say. I really enjoyed that song. Great music throughout the episode. I agree, yes. Big smiles, big cheers, everyone's having a good time. Can I point out here, and this is not a did you see that, but it is a did you see that. Half of the arena where they were doing this was empty. Oh, no. There was just people, like, on the one side. And watching the rest of the episode, I felt like this was might have been, like, a pickup scene that they went back and did because visually it looked totally different than anything else in the rest of the episode to me. Oh, interesting. But that's – I have – I know nothing. I know no details. I'm just telling you what I observed. I hear you. We cut to Missy riding her horse back into the holding stables behind the arena. Did you and have to Google that, too? No. Oh, I just wrote stable because I didn't know it was like a holding stable. But that makes sense that it's a holding stable behind. Well, like those the... horses don't live there. Yeah, no, no, of course. And someone waves at her and we see her looking shocked. She dismounts her horse, runs over and gives Cash a big hug, says how great it is to see him. And he asks how everything is and Missy hesitates before saying it's fine. He apologizes for leaving. And when we find out why he was gone in a minute, I think it's odd that he apologizes. I think he apologized for leaving the way that he did. Missy says she can't do this right now. And then Cash says, is something up with Austin? And she hesitates. 
And in comes Austin accusing Cash of trash-talking him to his wife. So there is no love lost between these two brothers in this moment. There's some real big dick energy in this scene, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, Cash says it's not like that. And off goes Austin and Missy hesitates before chasing after him. Next scene we have Isabel and Valeria in the stands. And Isabel points out a dude named JB. We'll know more about him later. He is someone who is currently sponsoring Austin as a writer. I'm guessing he's like an investor, right? Well, I think he's like the jeans brand guy. No, he is the jeans brand guy. But I think he has invested in like Austin as a writer or sponsoring him or whatever. He gets paid. Austin gets paid by this guy. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Missy joins Isabel and Valeria in the stands and just then Valeria gets a text and she bounces. Cash taps Isabel on the shoulder from behind and he surprises his mom that he's back. More big hugs. We see Valeria and Austin talking and Austin says, you can't tell anyone about this. And then we cut away. Presumably he tells her something and inside the stadium they're announcing Austin's ride Outside, we see Austin once again asking for help, saying, I know your secret to Valeria, but we don't know what he needs help with or Valeria's secret at this moment. And there's kind of like a cagey looking dude off in the distance looking on. We see Austin arrive in the rodeo ring, all BDE once again, and Valeria (laughs) drives off with a truck and a trailer. And we learn in this moment that Cash has been overseas. He's back from a deployment and Austin shouts out his family, his mom, his wife, and his little brother, Tuss. And we learn also in this moment that Austin's dad has passed and he himself was also a great bull rider. And is now the time where I tell you how deeply uncomfortable bull riding makes me. Me too. I'm glad you said something. Uh, what it, What makes you, what makes it uncomfortable for you? I don't like animals being put in a position where they're working for entertainment. Yeah, me neither. That makes me uncomfortable. I am going to agree with you. And this is where I also have to say, like, I know nothing about nothing. And I right. know this is a lifestyle for people. Yeah. So I can respect that. However, it makes me uncomfortable as well. Yes. You don't know what you don't know, but that's where I am. Mm-hmm. Can I also point out, I was a little bit surprised about all the protective equipment bull riders wear these days. Yeah, the when I helmet. saw the helmet, I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, because the only like rodeo type movie I it's called Eight Seconds. I was Luke, gonna Luke say Perry that. in it. <laughs> He's not wearing a helmet. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I don't think I've seen it, but he doesn't wear a helmet in it. Like I wonder when that was introduced. And I'm guessing it's because of concussions and whatever, you know? For sure. Interesting. bucked off the bowl, land on your head. Yeah. Austin is being prepped for his ride. Obviously, there's a lot going on that I could not begin to describe, but there's, you know, the wrapping of the ropes and all of this. And he says, let's go, boys. And off goes the bowl. And we see shots of what looks like a rough ride, although I imagine every bull ride is a rough ride. We see Isabel and Cash looking nervous. We see shots of the seconds ticking down on the clock, and then a horrifying fall, shocked and horrified looks all around, and the opening title ride roll. Okay, listen, I've watched this scene over and over again, and there was far too many squishing noises that I heard, and like coupled with everybody's reactions, and like a man yelling, get him out of there, and I was Mm. like, but I have a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I had saw a spoiler mm-hmm. before watching this. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I had no idea who anybody was when I saw the spoiler. And they were like, they killed off Marcus Rossner? Like, apparently he's like a big deal. Yeah, I have some additional information about that. Tell me. Marcus Rossner posted either a video or an Instagram story after the premiere of this episode saying how surprised he was by the Hallmark fan support and how disappointed everyone was. I mean, he's a he's a Hallmark actor. He's What he said was, obviously, Austin dies with some secrets. Mm-hmm. And so while you won't be seeing me in the way you might have wanted, you might be seeing me in some ways you haven't expected. Like flashbacks? What? That's all he said. I have to assume it's flashbacks. Mm. So okay. I don't think we've seen the last of Marcus Rossner, but I will say it is clear he is not the leading man of this show. Well, I think Bo Murkoff is. No? I think so, too. And I'm going to say brava to the casting because these three dudes definitely look like brothers. I think Bo Mirkoff is a real wowie zowie. Oh, me too. I think he's super cute. Um, like you said, we have the opening title. And then it it is one year later in time. And we have views of the McMurray Ranch again. And my husband was watching. He goes, wow, this is a real knockoff of Yellowstone. He's like, it looks the same way. That's like, every article is like Hallmark's into I'm the sure. Yellowstone. The I'm family sure it is. Yellowstone. Yeah. So. Ugh. Missy wakes up. She's in bed alone and looks over to a photo of her and Austin. And there's a ring band hanging from like a necklace over their photo together. Isabel is downstairs looking through the mail and she gives this huge sigh. Tuff comes in for coffee into the kitchen and he picks up the letter that Isabel was looking at. And we see it's a notice of foreclosure. And more great music plays in this scene. It is You're Not Alone by Allison Russell and Brandy Carlisle, which made me want to open a Brandy Carlisle playlist, got to tell you. Mm. We cut to Cash doing something angrily with a rope and <laughs> Tuff asks a ranch hand how Cash is doing. And it would appear that Cash is not talking a lot. This ranch hand, I have a question for you. Okay. Did you ever hear him named? Never. He is not listed in IMDb. Noticed. He's in a number of scenes. He has lines. There's a scene at the end of the episode where he and all the lead Mm. young folk are Mm -hmm. walking together. Mm -hmm. They never give him a name throughout this episode that I can find. And I've got to say, it's rubbing me the wrong way. It's because he's a person of color. It's real glaring because it's a person of color. Now, Tuff Mm -hmm. later in this episode will say, ranch hands come and go. That wasn't about this particular man. But... This guy's clearly part of the family, and so he's a key part of Cash's writing team. I just mm-hmm. give him a yeah. name, please. Yeah. I was all you had to do was say, like, how's he doing, George? Yeah, totally. Totally. I agree. It bothered okay. me too. Yep, you're not alone. Missy approaches Cash and they have a bit of a stilted conversation about the upcoming ride, and she says, No one will blame you if he's not ready. And he disagrees. She says to do it for you, not for them. And he says, around here, there's no difference. He's really taken on the weight of keeping the ranch alive through his riding. He asks if she wants to watch him ride. It seems like a bit of a concession to her, a little softening. And she hesitates but agrees and tosses him his helmet and says, it's all mental now. And I wonder if you had watched your husband die as the result of a bull ride, 
would you ever want to watch it again? Or is it just something you've accepted as this is an incredibly dangerous job and I am aware that that was one of the risks? Well, that's a good question because at the end, we also learned that their dad died the same way. Yes. So the mom is watching her sons do the same thing her husband did and died that way. So, And the I, mom is much more hesitant than Missy is. Oh, sure. Tough sends in the ranch hand to help Cash. Cash gets on the bull and Missy joins Tough at the gate to watch. And he asks if she's giving him writing pointers and she just says she needs to feel like everyone is okay before she goes. And Tough seems surprised that she's planning to leave. And she says, you know, I've been restless and I don't envy her position as the daughter-in-law whose husband is no longer alive and maybe feeling like you have a responsibility to the family, but also like this isn't your home. And Mm -hmm. she's restless and her next big thing is going to be a jeans brand ambassadorship. She's going to be at the next rodeo. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) She says she has to move on and Tuff insists that she's family and off goes cash. And doesn't make it the full eight seconds, but everyone seems pleased with this ride. Closing out the scene, Missy and Tuff see Isabel working the ranch, and they kind of comment about how she's going to work herself into the ground. And Tuff hands Missy the foreclosure notice, lets her know Mm -hmm. what's happening, and then we cut to commercial. That's right. Then when we return, Isabel is getting out of the tractor, and Tuff confronts her about working and then about the foreclosure letter. And she tells him that she's going to handle it like she always does. And they have a nice moment here talking about how life is supposed to work out. And we transition to the next scene where Missy then confronts Isabel Isabel about the ranch being in trouble. And Isabel blows off Missy, but Missy asks if if she remembers how much they used to talk after Austin's death. And and Isabel shares here that she's been grieving and there are so many daily reminders about Austin and Missy wants to know if if she herself remains to be like a daily reminder that Austin is gone. And Isabel assures her that they don't expect Missy to give up her life for their family. So Isabel this is, seems to be the only one who feels that way, quite frankly. Right. But it's a real like 180 at the end here. But yeah. On the way to the rodeo, Missy spots something off to the side of the road and pulls off at the Canyon Grocery because she recognizes the truck and trailer out of the grocery store comes Valeria. And Missy is shocked to see her. By the way, she looks great in this rodeo queen outfit. That's mm-hmm. what I'm calling it. Approaches Valeria and says, what are you doing here? And we learn in this moment that Valeria and Missy were best friends. And Valeria has not been in touch since she rode off into the dust at Austin's request. Valeria says she has her reasons and says, tell Isabel I miss her. And Missy says, if that were true, you'd tell her yourself. And I just wonder, why isn't Missy saying, what were your reasons? What could have been so important? Where where were you going? I just yeah. don't know why you don't push this further. Yeah, because I think in real life, people would follow up with questions. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Where have you been and why are you back? Yeah. Well, she's back because she's riding again or what is what does she do she does something with barrels yeah she's I don't, a barrel rider i don't know what that means <laughs> do you it's kind of like an obstacle course situation okay all right so now i apologize at- i'm not trying to diminish this that's me neither i can describe it okay next up we show or the it says that they're at the boulder rocky mountain rodeo and missy approaches a man named mr wooten it's jb wooten we saw him earlier 
she pitches him on being the new brand ambassador for his jean company. And he tells her that the job's in Houston, but she's all in. And I'd like to tell you that to be a brand ambassador, you do not need to live in the city. Seriously, it's all on the internet and nobody's (laughs) actually taking the staged photos we will see later. But yes, yes. exactly. (laughs) Photographers in every city, man. Next, we are introduced to Janine and her dad, Hank. They're hanging out and Cash and Isabel joins them. And Hank tells Isabel he's concerned about how she's doing. He goes on to say that the McMurray Ranch and bull riding are the hallmark of their community and really wants to see Cash out there riding. And he tells him that J.B. Wooten is really interested in meeting Cash and maybe sponsoring him. And Isabel is fully annoyed at this conversation. She says her son is not for sale, but Cash sitting there is like, well, the money will help the ranch out. So he's into it. Yeah, I have to say that I was a little slow on the uptake and didn't understand until later in the episode Isabel's reluctance to get a sponsor for Cash. I understand it now. But I was like, what's her problem? Like, if he's riding, why not get him sponsored? I I get it, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, we cut to Missy taking photos with a young cowgirl whose uncle hits on her. And the uncle is very cute, Missy. Get it. And we learn that Janine is a mean girl. And she's talking to some other girls saying, look at the grieving widow flirting at the same rodeo her husband died at. And in calls tough to call her on it. We learn that some sour grapes here. Tuff says her dad's been pushing her to marry a McMurray. He wants a part of that McMurray legacy. And Missy took Janine's place. And apparently she's got her eyes on Cash now that Austin's gone. And Janine shoots a low blow at Tuff when she says, well, Cash is the only one left because you're off chasing cowboys. And she doesn't say it in a nice way. And he says, oh, they chase me, darling, which is more than I can say for you. And in comes Tuff as my number one homie of the week. <laughs> Total homie of the week. Yes, with a burn. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Next, we have Hank and JB, and they're trying to wheel and deal with, you know, sponsoring Cash. And Cass, Cash says, hey, I'll prove myself. I'm a worthy rider. And But JB is a little bit anxious. To, you know, he... He wants to see him ride before he decides to sponsor him. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody would. No. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Isabel's putting the brakes on all of this, though. And we, in the next scene, it seems that we're back at the ranch. Mm-hmm. We see yeah, shots. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They drive in and out to Boulder every day of the rodeo. I you know? So. Mm-hmm. It seems that way. We see shots of Austin's writing memorabilia and Isabel's having a moment and she sweeps a pile of buckles to the floor. And we see Valeria in the room behind her. Both women look a little shocked and we cut to commercial. When we come back, Isabel and Valeria talking and Missy and Tuff walk in, surprised to see Valeria there. Tuff asks why she left and Valeria says she can't talk about it. Plain and simple. I can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isabel is cold to Valeria's offer to help, but then she welcomes her to stay in her old room if she wants to. So it's it was interesting to me here that Isabel is not happy with Valeria. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how does Valeria's role, like she was Missy's best friend, but she lived there at the ranch with them. Like she had a friendship with Isabel, like, well, she was a ranch hand, too. She worked at the ranch as well. Oh, I didn't realize she was, like, an actual official ranch hand. 
Because later in the episode, Tuff is talking to Valeria, yeah. and he's like, ranch hands come and go, but you were never just that mm-hmm, to us. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure that every ranch hand lives in the house, but I think a ranch hand who is also the best friend of your son's wife maybe gets a space in the house. Yeah, But I don't think we fully know what she was to them. Yeah, I'm not really sure. You know, I got to tell you, like, when the episode first started, I thought she was somebody's girlfriend. Yeah, or almost even like a little sister. It was kind of unclear to me her place. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. until she and Missy have that interaction outside the market, I didn't realize she was Missy's best friend. Right. We cut to an outside scene. I just have to say, I am exhausted by their schedule events this rodeo weekend. <laughs> They're so busy. I'm like, it was a long day and night. I know. I was like, do they ever just like kick back and watch TV? Now they're having a fire outside. Like, geez. Tuff's playing guitar. And he says that he's not asking Valeria more about where she's been because it's not his business. And I beg to differ, but all right. I'm nosy. I got to know. Missy tells Tuff about the test shoot she has coming up and about her plans to move to Houston. And he does not want her to tell Cash because he thinks it's going to mess with him mentally. He says he's writing so well because Missy's there. And she says, I can't stick around just for Cash. Hank and Isabel are talking in the stables about their talk with JB and Isabel tells Hank he needs to back off but he's worried about her losing the ranch and how the whole town depends on their family and she says adamantly this company has owned us for too long and I'm not giving them another son Mm -hmm. so Hank then proposes another option to help them out of debt but she warns I'm sorry, he warns Isabel that she won't like it. We cut back to Cash drinking around the fire. Missy approaches him, and they talk about him having trouble sleeping. I have it in my notes that When You Need It by Tennille Towns is playing in the background. Cash tells her he's going to be a great writer because writer is the only time his brain is quiet, and he feels like he has nothing to lose. He's fully focused when he's writing. Missy reminds him there's a ranch full of people who love him, and they're really sharing a moment She says a happy bull rider is a safe bull rider. They both agree that they're happy now. They share another look. They almost kiss. I was real disappointed that they didn't Mm because I thought that moment was nice. Mm -hmm. And then Missy says, we should go. Big day. And off she goes. It breaks to a commercial. But Missy comes back and she's modeling at her test shoot in Houston. Wait, is she in Houston? I don't think the test shoot was in Houston because I don't think she could have gotten back. I wondered the same thing. But I think the test shoot was local. So she's, you know, modeling the jeans. And uh, I don't know who an assistant or photographer or whatever is like, hey, do you want to see this mock-up, the campaign? And it features Austin. Legends never die. And then there's like a little picture of Missy in her jeans. And you can see Missy's disappointed. I hate this so much. I don't have to tell you. Tell me why. This giant photo of Austin and the tiny picture of her, like, I would feel so diminished in this moment. Who's selling the jeans here? My dead husband, which is kind of a gross thing. I don't know. Legends never die. I would need to ask permission to use that. But maybe this goes back to Isabel's thoughts about them owning her family. Anyway, I just didn't like it. I thought it really diminished Missy in this moment. I agree. Back at the ranch... They're herding cattle into a pen, and Valeria rides up to Tuff, and this is when he kind of gives her a hard time. He says, ranch hands come and go, but you were always more than that. And in spite of what he said in the last scene, he's now trying to get information from her, but she says she's protecting him, 
And then she asks why he's not bullfighting anymore. And he blames himself for Austin's death. And do, 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 Google alert. Are you ready? Yes. I did not know what bullfighting was. I pictured like a Spaniard with a little red flag, like Toro, Toro, right? Mm -hmm. That is a bullfighter. But a bullfighter also in bull riding, (laughs) excuse me. According to Wikipedia, the primary job of the rodeo bullfighter is to protect a fallen rider from the bull by distracting it and providing an alternative target for the bull to attack, whether the rider has been bucked off or jumped off. Yeah, like haven't you seen like where they kind of look like a clown or whatever and they come out? I just didn't realize that was called a bullfighter. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't realize that was his role. Yeah. I feel like we're like, let's give him all the information. Anyway, that's why he's not doing it anymore because he feels responsible. Got it. Got it. Yes, he does feel responsible for Austin's death because I guess he didn't jump in there quick enough to distract. From How much at- does a bull weigh? 2,000 pounds? At some I know. point, it's not a perfect system. Exactly. And the next thing, we're at the roping room, and I think it's called the roping room because the outside exterior said the roping room. And then when they we go inside, Tuff is on stage playing in his band, but the sign behind them says something about the the rodeo. So I think it's called the Roping Room, this bar that they're at. Okay. Probably doesn't matter. I don't think it's going to be like the point, you know, yeah. from the way home or whatever. People are dancing, Tufts bands playing. Missy walks in and Valeria pops out and says, like, thanks for helping with Isabel. And Missy and Valeria kind of like rekindled their friendship here very quickly over a shot of bourbon. <laughs> uh, Valeria then pulls cash onto the dance floor and mean girl Janine comes up to Missy and she starts talking shit about Cash, dancing with Valeria, and then cute guy Gus swoops in to save Missy from this conversation and they start to dance. Valeria and Cash, we get a scene between them and they're talking about Missy and Valeria says to him, like, basically, you better make your move on Missy before it's too late. And right after this, some dude hits on Tough, you know, like some fan from the stage mentions, you know, hey, you used to be like in the rodeo or whatever. We need more guys like you. Like this is about representation here in this scene. Yeah, but they flashed on that guy a couple times in the audience. Oh um, prior, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Prior to him approaching, they flashed on him clearly a couple of times. And there is an actor named Vasilios Philippakis who plays a character named Julian Caros. Who I think this might, my guess is this is not the last we're going to see of this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Janine, she asks Cash to dance and he declines so polite, politely, I thought. But it pisses her off and then she tells him a secret she had heard from JB. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty obvious that she's referencing Missy mm-hmm. and the whole test shoot thing for the jeans and all of that. Yeah, Cash... Then approaches Missy, and I gotta say, these two have a ton of chemistry. Uh, mm-hmm. They fall into this like slow dancing position that feels so natural, and I just I, look, I'm into it. I gotta say, I mean, it's complicated, <laughs> but I'm not not into it. He seems not okay. Missy can tell, and he starts saying, "I never liked riding as a child. I only did it because Austin did it." But he says he rides like he's got nothing to lose, and now it's really true. Because she's leaving, apparently. And she says, it's too hard to be here. And he talks into her hair. 
Oh. Like he gets really close and it's really intimate. I don't know if you noticed. I, I did not. So. And he says, you're just scared and seen. I gotta go back and watch it. Like they fit together really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, they fit together really nicely. Huh? Like okay. the level at which he's able to talk it, uh, the hair moment. I just, Bo. <laughs> okay. I'm riding for Bo at this point. <gasps> you're riding for i like it i like it i think that should be our new segment who we're riding for this week yes i love it love it and next scene we see isabel she's on the phone talking about selling the ranch so this must be the idea that hank was going to give her um Mm. valeria mm, no just putting those together yeah (laughs) valeria overhears and confronts isabel and she says i i have other ideas other than selling the ranch that can help save it. And she talks about like farming ideas, but I mean, that's as far as it goes. And then Isabel agrees just okay. Yeah. Um, Missy and Valeria pull up to the rodeo. This is like the longest rodeo ever. And even though I know it's just a weekend and Missy tells Valeria, she's leaving for Houston and she's ready to go. But right in this moment, tough runs up and he's like, cash knows. And so they run over and Cash is clearly in a state. No one wants him to ride like this when he's not focused. Earlier, Tuff had said he knew something wasn't right with Austin when he rode his final ride. And nobody wants Cash to go in and ride a bull when his head is not fully in the game. They say he's got something to prove. He says he has something to prove. He says it should have been him. And Isabel gets really in his face. She says she won't watch him do this. And Tuff wants him to give up, too. But since he knows he won't, Tuff comes back on as his bullfighter. So I got to say, I thought Nancy Travis was great in this scene. When she grabs him by the shirt, like, Mm -hmm. I thought that was quite moving. Agree. I thought that was good. And then actually in that moment, I was like, I was like, I really like that Hallmark now has two series with, like, this lead matriarch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who are, like, bad bitches. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoying it. Yeah. Anyway, the announcer comes out. I guess that's Hank, right? Is Hank announcing Cash, too? Cash is prepping to ride, but he's he's got a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger. He's, you can tell he's, like, not – his head's not in it. Missy jumps in and she gives him this pep talk. And Cash mentions here that it would be fitting to die the same way that Austin and his dad had died. I said earlier, like, this is the first time that we hear that his dad died this way. Mm -hmm. Missy does a good job of hyping him up. He rides. He makes it to eight seconds. And then he gets thrown off and everyone's excited. He gives Missy a huge hug. They come out of the arena and JB's there to like, I'm interested in you now. Let me sponsor you. And then Tuff and Isabel are happy and they, everybody's happy that Cash did the job well. But JB says, if you do that again in Cheyenne in five months, then we can talk. Oh, I missed that part. So he's not quite ready. He's like, in half a year, if you can replicate this experience, then have some of my money my bad and now cheyenne like the Brook song uh, uh-huh <laughs> beaches of because <laughs> doesn't isn't that song about a bull rider who does not come home yes it is <laughs> yeah the key here to me yes that's a great 
reference is that maybe they've bought some time before needing to rely on JB's money. So they've got this like countdown is on to try and make money their own way. I see. Oh, I see. Hmm. But also I was like, five months, that's a long time for this failing farm. They need his money sooner than that. Well, you know what's so funny? I'm like, could it go the way of Ozarks where they're planting poppy seeds and then selling heroin? I doubt that's what's going to happen on this show. You know? (laughs) It's all these other shows are merging together now to this show. So outside, we see a shot of Missy Tough Cash Valeria and the unnamed ranch hand walking together. And in the background, we see the bearded dude from earlier in this episode looking on. Valeria is clearly nervous by him. He's got something to do with our secrets, but we don't know what. Mm-hmm. Eric Church's heart on fire plays in the background. And that scene cuts out. And then our final scene of the episode, Isabel, Valeria, and Missy are riding horses through the ranch. And they're talking. And she tells them... She wants to fight for the ranch, but she can't do it alone. And here she lays the guilt on real thick to Missy about staying on as Cash's coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that being a brand ambassador and being a coach, you can do both. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. Anyway, it was a real change of tone, I thought, from Isabel here. Because earlier in the episode, she's like, you don't have to stay here. But then she sees how well Cash reacts to Missy's pep talk. And then she's like, you need to stay on as his coach. Well, we're never going to get out of this mess. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. And then she tells the two of them that she needs them and basically like asks them to do this life together as a family. Also, I want to say from the brand ambassador standpoint, if you are a denim brand that like is in the rodeo scene, wouldn't it be best to sell your jeans while someone is actively working in the rodeo? Like, look at what she's wearing while she's coaching this prize-winning bull rider. A hundred percent. Not standing in a studio. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, what do you think the whole mystery is with Valeria? Do you have any idea? None. I'm not good at guessing that sort of thing. Me neither. And at first, I was like, oh, she's pregnant. She's pregnant with Austin's baby. And that's why she was gone for a year to have this baby. But I don't think that's the case now because she moved back. I doubt that's the case. But I wonder what her secret is. What's Austin's secret? I know we've got another show. Look, I don't want to spend all season comparing these two shows, Mm -hmm. but we've got kind of three women at the core of this show again. We've got some secrets. Yeah. I have to say overall, pilots are rough. I enjoyed this one, and it left me looking forward to more. I will say that I, well, I have to watch it for this, <laughs> but I don't know if I, I, I don't. You don't know if you uh, keep going? I don't know. Okay. It's I got some know. work to do. Yeah. All right. It, it's not like The Way Home. I love The Way Home after the first episode. Same. And I know, like you said, we don't want to compare the two, but Yes. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you love our podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Hop into the Apple Podcast app, tap those five stars, and let everybody know why you love our podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.